Hey, so today we're talking about recipe versus ingredients coming to America too. And what's up with the emotional disconnect between us, man? Are you ready? Welcome to the St. Michael Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What up? What's going down? Welcome to the St. Michael Podcast, Women's Attempt at Business, Family, and Comedy. You already know who your boy is. Your host, Michael Agbajan. And look, before we continue, we must introduce super producer, Simeon. What's good? Yo, what's good? What's good? How you feeling, bro? Feeling good, bro. I feel good. Man, we had the 62nd episode. Like, we make a stride. And, yeah, we got some things to talk about. Tell me, how, how are you feeling, bro? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. You know, the vibes are good. You know, the, I'm, I'm checking my energy, bro. You know what I'm saying? Checking your energy. What does that mean? I'm trying to spread it all around, bro. Every, like, anything, everything possible, bro. I feel that. You Experience. know, I was in this uh, business discussion uh, two days ago, and somebody said something interesting to me. And I want to know what your take is. I know you don't do business but I would love your take. And they said, in business, when you're trying to get help, you're either going to get the recipe or you're going to get the ingredients. But if you want to get both, you're going to have to pay for it. What do you think about that? And it could even mean to even to life. It might not even be just business, but do you feel like it's either you get the recipe or you're going to get the ingredients for free, you know, from people trying to help you, but you're not going to be able to get both unless you really pay. Hey man, it's an old saying that 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 that's been going on for years, man. The game is sold, not told. The game is sold, not told. That's some game right there. Game. But you know, you know, what I really think it means. Mm. I think it lots to do with. All right, you could just give someone the recipe, right? Mm. Like here you go, you know, figure it out. You know the rest. You could give someone to um, uh, the ingredients, like here. That's all you need. Mm-hmm. But to get both, you it's gonna take time. You see what I'm saying? For it to come out the way, that's why you have to really pay. And, and by pay, you're going to either have to pay financially or pay with time. And most people don't have that, you know? So I really do think that there is something to it that you're going to either get the recipe or the ingredients, but you're not going to get both unless you pay for it because you're going to have to pay. Like to really like dive deep and understand what it is that you're trying to like achieve and learn, especially in business. And I, but I, I kind of attribute it to life because I feel like, Life and business are somewhat the same when it comes to how you run it. You know, some people run their business really well, you know, um, and some people run their lives really well. Some people run their business very poorly and their lives very poorly, you know. And I feel like a lot of that is just like knowing what's the best things for yourself, how to benefit yourself best. But, you know, um, so do you give that a thumbs up or thumbs down on the whole recipe ingredients thing? I give it a thumbs up. (laughs) <laughs> it's a food for thought. I want to, I want to, uh, since you're talking about uh, thumbs up, thumbs down, uh, have you seen uh, Coming to America? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Okay, okay. Uh, do you, hold on. No spoilers on it because I haven't seen it yet. Okay, okay. So I'm going to give you what I, I need a little time, bro. I, hey, listen, if you haven't watched it by next week, it's, it's on, bro. Yeah. <laughs> okay, tell me what your overall opinion is without any type of spoilers. Um, I think it's, uh, it was a good. It was a good movie. Um, I, I've like I've seen like the I've seen the direction they were going in into that movie. So I'm not gonna. I wasn't gonna put too much expectation like like the first one. 
Um, it has funny moments, you know, but it's good. It was, it was a good slight. It's a good. It's a good movie. Yeah, I'm. I'm hearing again. Me, fresh eyes, haven't you know watched it yet. I'm hearing like mixed reviews. More bad than good, mm-hmm. and it almost makes you feel like, you know, like it's a cash grab almost. You know, because Amazon did it. I don't know if Amazon's trying to win awards here, but you know, um, the fact that they did this, and you know, the the reviews weren't as stellar as the first. But it's almost like that kind of is going to happen regardless, right? Like the the second version of the first, especially with the first is good, it's never going to be as good as like good as the first, right? Yeah. And the only exception to that is probably Rush Hour 1 and 2. Because people would say the second one was better than the first one. That's oh, okay. Um, probably Beverly Hills Cops. Beverly Hills Cops. Yeah, Beverly okay. Hills you Cops. named some classics. Okay. Yeah, bro. What else is, what, what else is out there? That's pretty much on the top of my dome. Is, um, people sleep on Beverly Hills Cop- Cops, though. That was... That, that, the first two, okay, the first two movies were good. The third one was kind of eh. cash grab. It's cash grab, bro. <laughs> yeah, because you know people say like, I mean, this is just my words. Like, it's basically what I'm hearing is that, you know, coming com- coming to America too is like edible, mm. right? But not delicious. delicious. And would you would you agree with that or no? Yeah, yeah, I definitely. So you that. so it's palatable. You can watch yeah, it. Yeah, you can you can yeah, stomach yeah, it, but it's not yeah, something that. Yeah. So some people told me they couldn't even finish it. They had to turn it off. That's a listen. That's the type of movie you would put on the background while you're doing something on the laptop. Oh man! Like but what? Like how what, Where do they fail? Like what happened? I don't know. I how I, I don't see. Here's the thing with me. I knew, uh, like, because they've been talking about it, like literally. They've been talking about doing this movie for years, for years. Talking about doing it too. So for me, like, I knew, like, I've like throughout. The, I think throughout the, like the last year or so. I'm watching the previews, all that kind of stuff. I kind of knew, like, yeah, this is not going to be as good as the first one, but let's let's try it out. Let's see where, where, where this goes. So. Yeah, I know some people who are so dedicated to movies that they don't even watch the trailers. Yeah. I'm not like that. I'll You know, I can actually watch a movie. Someone could tell me. There is no spoilers for me. I'm just looking out for y'all because at the end of the day, I could... Someone could tell me about an entire movie. Doesn't doesn't ruin the experience of me watching it. Even if they tell me the ending, I'm like, I don't care. But some people are like, dog, don't ruin it, man. Nah, nah, nah dead ass. There's people that if you say something about them on Twitter, they will follow you, they will unfriend you. They will, it's, it's that it's, serious, but it's But it is inconsiderate, though. because It, it is, though. Too, just because it's like it works for you doesn't mean it works for everybody else. Yeah, true, true. And some people do. Oh, man. I used to do that, too. I used what? to do that, too. Like I used to be that guy back in the day, but I, I've sit on it. That's my, my What, what made you change? Because that... That's important. Just self awareness, bro. Ooh, that's a hard, that's a hard line right there. Self awareness, bro. Self awareness, bro. Check yourself, bro. That's all. That's all I'm actually dealing with the self awareness issue right now with, uh, not with myself, because I'm super aware. No, <laughs> actually, one of my employees, um, he's actually making some of my other employees very uncomfortable mm. with his aggression. How so? Can you elaborate on you that? know, like we get on the phone. There's certain ways how people talk and. Some of it's like jokey, jokey, like, bro. So I woke up in the morning and uh, there's a straight raccoon right under my my whip. You know, when people talk like that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he kind of talks like that, where he's like, "Man, I'm over here, like, man, do I call credit control? Or, do I grab a gun? What do I do?" That's how he talks, right? Yeah. So basically, there's a situation where when he gets upset about you know, the route or something's incorrect, rather than having a conversation about it, he kind of like gets aggressive, but he doesn't, he doesn't get aggressive with me, but this morning, man, talk about getting, I got a call at 7am mm-hmm. and 
you know, it was, it was basically like complaints about a certain particular route. Yeah. And it had me waking up with hella anxiety. Damn, 7 a.m.? Yeah. Were you asleep at that? Like, yeah, you- I was asleep. So I was like, oh. so I was like, all right, you know, um, because I have someone who handles the scheduling and does their, you know, all the dispatching yeah. and all that. But yeah. then I'm the person until we get like a, a, a head, a detail manager who, you know, is above all detail is me. Right. Mm-hmm. So they call me. I get a call. I was like, he's talking about how he has to drive 50 minutes out to a particular service and, you know, like the route. And if there's someone else who's closer to that route versus him. <clears throat> but the way he was going about it was like really like almost like complaint driven, just like. You know, like when someone doesn't really get their message off very quickly and you have to really wait, you know, when someone tells you a story, say, bro, listen, I got, I got a story. You're like, oh yeah, what, what happened? He's like, look, so I woke up, right? He's like, yeah. All right. So I started to brush my teeth. Okay. I was like, yeah. So I got me some toothbrush. I was like, get to the point. Like <laughs> get to the point. Like you're taking too long. Like, yeah. So you can't, yeah. So you can't, yeah. So you, so you, can you reenact that, uh, the, the situation between you and your, and your, and your, and your, and your worker? Yeah, well, the thing is, <laughs> I don't want to, you know, like, uh, like, if he, if he, and if anybody ends up listening to it, I don't want them saying, oh, he's talking about me, right? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but this is how it was. It's like, my, well, <laughs> he says, he'll call, he'll be like, hefe. I said, what's good? He said, hey, what's up with this route? I was like, and that already has me like anxious. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, what you talking about? He's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's this, it's, you know, I'm going super far out there. I'm talking about like, you know, someone, is there someone close? I'm like, look, I don't know if we can make changes like that this early. Like, he's like, no, 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 no. I'm just wondering because, you know, we got this person I know who's at this area and he's trying to like negotiate and I'm like just waking up, you know? So, you know, already after we got the phone, it took about like five to 10 minutes and then we got off and then, um, I feel like super anxious, like, man, this threw off my morning, right? Yeah. And then the mood, huh? Yeah, I got another call about kind of the same thing, but not he wasn't aggressive towards me. But yet, you know, it's a man on you know, when a man's talking with another man, it, it kind of gets like that where you yeah. don't really see like aggression like that. Mm-hmm. But when men are talking to other women, yeah. then it gets to a point to where you gotta be very mindful and be very self aware. Self aware. Yeah, you have to be self aware how you talk because some people don't know. Some people aren't aware of how they come off, right? And then it you know, it begs the question like, do you change? Do you adjust, right? For the comfort of others? Or do you just do you just do what's comfort to you, you know, comfortable to yourself? What are you what are your thoughts on that? I think you you uh you know, you adapt to you adapt the situation and you have the mindful ability to have to, to have a common uh common courtesy human decency to respect our, to respect others yeah but you know to me it's almost where you it boils down to you know to to do better are you willing to change mm-hmm. you know what i mean like some people said no because this is who i am who are you really you know what i mean because mm-hmm. like that and that's where it is so i have to have a certain discussion because you know, I usually like let the first time it's not a big deal, you know, but when it starts to become a thing where it's like consistent, where I get the consistent messages from people, they, they call it triangulation. You ever heard of that triangulation yeah, where you if two people say things, two people who don't know each other say the same thing, it must be true. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So you have to pay attention to like triangulation. Like so if someone's saying, oh, you know. Uh, your podcast isn't loud enough. And I'm like, oh, I think it's perfect, you know? And if someone else says, I think it's not loud enough, then there may, there might be something true to that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So because I had the same experience as this other person, 
I'm like, all right, maybe I need to have this discussion so it doesn't become an issue going forward because we're going to have to adjust in order to do better, you know? But then, you know, when we talk about, you know, self-awareness and all that, there's another thing when it comes to, you know, um, men in general, right? It's like, this has been like a common theme that I've been seeing lately. It's kind of like, what's going on with men not being able to connect with their other male friends and not having anybody connect to. I'm not sure if this has been a common theme around you that you've been seeing it, but do do you see that this has been an issue with men being able to connect emotionally with other men or what, or even their male friends? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's one of those things where it takes time to open up. Um, because you no, know, you're growing up, you know, your father, you know, it's always be tough, 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 you know, you know, it's, 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 it's different. It's different uh, society, society things like like societal pressures yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, like, girl, oh, no, you're you're fine. Host a guy, man, nah, man, you know, so you don't cry with like, t- like, you know, what I'm saying, t- like toughen, toughen up. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. From that, so it might be some emotional insecurities from like from 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 um from childhood. Yeah, well, it's true though. You know, like when you open up as a man, ooh, especially to sometimes you open up to a woman, women will weaponize your truth, bro. <laughs> you tell women like, oh, this and this. Sometimes they weaponize that. But either way, with men, it could sometimes be weaponized. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that, to me, is probably the biggest reason why most men don't connect emotionally when it comes to, like, things that they really go through in life, you know? Because there's times where you just want to just check. Like, I, I see this with myself where, you know, I always reach out, check up, homeboy, see what's going on. But the conversation is always, like, surface-based, like, how business is. You know what I mean? And... Um, how life is on a general aspect, like, you know, life is good. Got these new Jordans got the, you know, but then we're like, but how are you? Are you happy? You know, then it never kind of goes anywhere. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm happy. Oh, I said, you know what I mean? But yet there's when, when there is an issue, let's say a death in the family or something like that, you reach out, you keep it surface and then you never really go down. Like, how you feeling? Like, you know, how are you? You know, like it just never happens like that. And I, and I do wonder you know, I have a few people like I, I, I talk closely with you, mm-hmm. but then also uh, my little brother, like we talk, you know, deeply and I'm glad we have that because, you know, um, when there's things that are like that, we really want to have that trust, you know what I mean? Cause men don't trust other men. I, I think that's another thing, Yeah, too. you know what I mean? Trust, I think is that like, uh, uh, it's kind of like a prerequisite of being able to like be vulnerable with somebody, but see my, me and my brother, we, you know, uh, pouring to each other when it comes to things that are happening. So I, I really do feel like it's possible, but you know, I think we just found it. Like, I think trust is going to have to be developed first. And most men don't trust other men. I don't know. What do you, what do you, do you have any thoughts on that? Same, I'm, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. I think, you know, it comes down to trust and, you know, who's, who's, uh, who, who, who are your real guys, you know, to be there when, uh, when times are tough. So, you just have to have a strong, uh, strong, a strong support group, man. Just, you know, saying so find some, some, find some solid ones, and man. Just stick to them. Yeah, and be know? honest. Be you honest, know, yeah. I feel like that's the best way to how you live life. It's like, yeah, man, honestly, being honest. You know, yeah, man, honesty is the best policy. So, especially like, you know, and I, I say this thing like, you know, people, you know, want the truth but can't handle it, right? Mm-hmm. And I sometimes only give people the truth they can handle. Like, I, I can't really give them the full. It's almost like you give them a little taste of the truth. And you see how they handle that, then you know where your limits are, you know, because truth really does hurt, you know, like you yeah. can't really tell someone, 
your full honesty because some people aren't ready for that, you know? Yeah, that's like saying if, if you want your steak served on a trash can lid or on a, or on a clean plate, which one do you want, man, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's about delivery. You know what I mean? Like, how do, how do you want it? Like, that's a different thing, too. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. when you deliver something to somebody, you have to deliver in a way that they would want it. You know, like like you said, if, they, if, if I want steak and I like steak, do you think I want it on a trash can lid? You know what I mean? Like, you got to present it properly for me to at least like it you know i don't like steak just for having steak delivery matters you know so um i feel like that's where we have to really just kind of be a little bit more mindful and i know for myself with the stuff i work on i actually do try to connect you know i think it's most people who don't have that the level of maturity yet or or self-awareness or understanding that they need to have these type of connections in order to understand themselves even better you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but you know that's just kind of what it is but um, the person who just won in something, you know, recently, um, Dak, Dak finally got his deal. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, How do you feel about that? Did you take it personal? Like, oh, finally, or were you kind of like, yeah, I was finally, bro. Cause like, they've been like, cause the thing is like, and we're talking about Dak Prescott, by the so way. So if they, if they could have signed him probably like back in 2018, when he was, uh, when he was eligible, they could have saved more, more, more money. And a lot of people love, but like they dragged this whole thing out for the last couple of years, bro. But the um the contract details is four years, 160 million up to 164 million. He gets a no trade clause and a, and a no tag provision. The guarantee is 126 million. Ooh, that's a good guarantee, though. Then the and the fun fact is too, um, that twenty uh that twenty that, that 126 million that he made. That's how much Tony Romo made made in his whole football career. What? Get out of here. No cap, but t- but times are changing though. I'm not saying because, but look, but look at it now. Tony Romo is probably the highest paid commentator right now. Yeah, I know. So so I mean, he's set for life. Yeah, so he's good, and he could commentate though. Remember how bro, good he? Bro, he knows everything, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like like like, how do you know that, bro? It's like you. Yeah. Like, how do you know that, bro? <laughs> you know what's funny? Have you seen Romo play golf? Yeah, I have. I have. Yeah. How's he so good? You know, have you seen those people who are good at almost everything they play? Like uh, like Kobe, because I think those guys, bro. I think guys like that they pay attention to detail. Ah, uh. because I remember. I think I think remember. I think remember one time. Um, J- uh, Jason Witten, he he, he he like he said a story that one time Kobe, uh, uh, he invited him over to his house and he he he, he watched film with him. He was like, hey, how uh how did you go on this route? How many yards did you step this way? How many steps did you take? Uh, Mm. He was so detailed everything. Like Jason was like, "Wow, like he don't even play football. He's still like, he know everything." You know what I'm saying? He's very like, man, that's that's another word right there. Because you got it. Look, you got to be detail oriented to be great. Yes, you know what I mean. Like you have to be detail oriented because those little small details. That's why I call those nuances the small things that make big differences. Like Mm. you know what I mean. And you have to be able to like you know pay attention to that. Which again goes back to like being self aware. Like how self aware are you? You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, so so 127 million guarantee. Yes, sir. That's a good deal. Very good deal. Wow. And, and honestly speaking, that's a win-win for both sides because um, Cowboys saved 15 million. So if they would have done that, now it's like I think it's like 27, 22 million. So yeah. He kind of gets the cap. So if they would have waited longer, it would have been it would have been 37.7 million. So they saved about like 15, 15 million. It's not bad. It's not, not bad. bad. Not bad. Well, the majority of that probably going to go towards gas because have you seen gas prices, bro? It's going up. People up on a Tuesday. <laughs> people talking about thanks Biden. Yeah, Biden. <laughs> He's like, nah, like this. The gas prices. Look before. Okay, a little small Prius, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll take usually easy fourteen dollars, fifteen dollars. Fill up full, fill up full tank. Yeah, full, full to tank. The, yeah, to the 
you know, when you kick, yeah, kick, can't yeah. even click no more. Yeah, click. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But that's like $14, $15. Mm-hmm. Now I'm looking at $25 full mm-hmm. tank. Full tank? Yeah, but wifey, wifey's at $90 right now full tank. Oh, for that. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So right now gas price is going up. I don't know what that means, you know, for us yeah. because, you know, everyone talking about like the sim- stimulus check that's coming out. People talking about what's the best way to invest that, you know? Get your tax refund, too. Tax, tax refunds coming out, too. Oh, yeah. By the way, too, if people are running about the stimulus checks, too, the stimulus checks will, will come no later than the end of March. So, people are running about End of that, March? Wow. No later than the end of March. Okay. So, just pointing out there. And, and as you see, California started to make a rebound. Texas started to make a rebound. Restaurants are opening back up due to this whole COVID situation. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's happening but i do think that something's happening in a good way you know what i mean like people are starting to now get back to normal life and i'm starting to see normalcy see bro i predict bro don't sleep on my predictions i don't know if you listen to this podcast week by week don't sleep on my predictions because i look that's why i see i can see above certain things i look trusting your boy trusting your boy look we're still we still haven't made to the summer as I was saying that, you know, summer, fall, we're going to be back. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget, bro. I still hold you to that, bro. I know. Yeah, I know. I know. We're going to we're gonna see. You know, we're going to see. I said about holiday season. So I said about, about at least Thanksgiving. Yeah. You said later on, like in the winter. Winter. And if not by next year, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Man, that's crazy how fast time is going. Like, we're already past a year. Yeah, and, and, and funny thing, too, I said that back in this. Back in the, no, actually, I said that. I said that the last episode of the, of, of 2020. Oh, okay. I, I, I yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That, it, was, it was it was another episode, but I've been <laughs> my, my prediction. So okay, yeah. So it's when we we gonna start doing that. We hold ourselves to the prediction. We got to record it so we know. Hey, hey, we have it on recorded. We have it on <laughs> paper, bro. So if anything goes, we have the receipts. Man, well, anything else you want to share with the people? Um, no. Um, like I said, you know, even though today, you know, Texas have lifted all mass mandates, man. Please, please still wear your mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Day, wear your mask, yeah. Because at the end of the day, the, your politicians, bro, are not doctors, bro. They don't know shit, so. Yeah, there's a lot of things that we need to, we just need to, look, be be mindful the next few months, you know, because this is going to be the most telling of are we really out of this? Because if another surge happened, look, the, the lockdown was pretty crazy. Like, crazy. I, I, talk, I talked to somebody recently where they said, he's a lawyer who does, you know, stand-up comedy, too. He talked about how he was really active, connected with people. And then as soon as um, COVID hit, everything shut down. He said that he really took it bad emotionally. So it kind of sounded like he's trying to like hint to being suicidal. You know what I mean? Mm. And I don't know how bad it, bad it got, but he said he's just now getting back to normal. Mm. So I hope that, you know, A, you keep your mentals in intact. For sure, for sure. You know what I mean? And, and eating good. And if you're listening to this right now, drink some water. You need drinks, yeah. Drink some more water. Gallon a day. Yeah, because people who are getting sick, people who are getting dehydrated, you understand. Drink some water. You know, water, man. Eat your fruits. At least one fruit every day. One fruit every day. You know what I'm saying? Get get at least one green. Want some green on your plate, bro? Look, look, look. This right here, this this little section that we're giving y'all, pure value. Value, bro. This is pure value right now. So I hope that y'all you had your notepad. You know what I'm saying? Because we're about to move on to the next part, which is. You know, always a great conversation with me and my beautiful wife, Bly, Blytha, Agbajan. And um, we're just going to talk about all the things that have been happening and um, what's on uh, her mind and what's on mine. So, really appreciate y'all for joining us. Six second episode. 
Time is going. Love y'all. See y'all later. Peace out. Peace. Hey, hey, hey. Look in that. <laughs> What's going down? I love saying yes, that. You What's going down? You even said that this time. I actually said it on the previous episode. Oh. Uh, they'll see it. But it's like on two. I was like, is this going to be a thing or should I not make it a thing? Oh, my God. Yeah. What's going down? <laughs> Sound like a old little lady in church. Yeah. What's going down? What's going down? <laughs> no, that didn't sound good. Yeah, it did. Hold on. What's going down? Oh, that was angelic. Mm. What's going down? <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes when you sing, you feel like you be really be hitting them notes. No, I actually be hitting notes though. No, you do, but I'm just saying it's just I funny because I think I, I think I do, but I don't. You actually be hitting notes. I do? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes? Okay. Sometimes, like, like, when you don't hit notes, I'm actually kind of embarrassed for you. But right. I don't want to embarrass you, so I don't say anything. Let me try again. <clears throat> What's going down? <laughs> <laughs> I tried on that one. Boys, flat. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> kind of. But, um, yeah, how are you? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. You, you know? feeling good? Mm, I am. I feel, I feel good today. You feel re- well rested? I do. Today, I was off today, so I got to, like, you know, hang out with the friends. We had lunch. That was really cool. But I was, man, I was so hard on myself yesterday. Uh-oh. Man. So, yeah, I kind of oh, made. Oh, you're going right into it. I'm going to go right into <laughs> it, y'all. I was very, very down on myself yesterday. Um, yeah, I I made a mistake. My I think my first mistake in my business. Um, I didn't quite double book, but I kind of did. Mm-hmm. Um, I already had a girl who put a down payment for, um, a particular day. Cause I have like a, you know, if you want to reserve your day, put a non-refundable deposit down or refundable deposit down. And she did a couple of weeks ago. And so I had another lady reach out to me and say, Hey, I want to do this, this, this on this day. Is it available? I'm like, yes, of course. You know, I'm excited. I'm like, I'm trying to get everybody to book with me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. I'm like, yes, of course, you know, it's, it's available. I do require a $50 deposit. And she's like, okay, perfect. And, but, but something told me that date sounds so familiar and I happened to look back. So something inside was something like, inside. something, something ain't cor- not correct. About something that. wasn't correct about it. it the, the date just sounded too familiar to mm-hmm. me. So I went back and I checked my calendar because I bought myself a planner to be organized, to write everything down. And I already had the day booked for someone else for the exact same time. So I had to go back and tell her, I am so sorry. Unfortunately, that day is booked. You know, is there another day we can maybe, you know, host for you? No response. And not only was it a no response, it was a read, you know, seen message. She obviously read the message, but she didn't respond to it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So it said seen because she read it and she didn't respond. So I felt so bad. I was just like, oh, so I was like beating myself about it yesterday. It was like my first mistake. So now it's kind of like, okay, Bly, before you confirm with anybody, check your dates. Make sure the dates are available. So tell me, like. Is that you think that woman was so invested that she got upset like that to just not even say anything? I think she was. I think I kind of, you know, had that. What is it? The alley-oop. You know, I mm-hmm. kind of threw it up and she was supposed to dunk it, you know, yeah. but I threw it up and, you know, then I kind of took it back and was like, my bad. Yeah, you know, yeah. so I think I kind of. What do you mean by that when you say you alley-oop? Like you kind of buttered her up for yeah, that? Yeah, I got her excited because I confirmed it's available. Yes. You know, oh my God, that would be so cute for your event. And then when it's time to pay, I'm like. 
hold on, let me check real quick. And then that's when I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, but that date is actually not available. So I think I got her excited just as much as I was excited to do it. And I had to tell her, you know what? I'm so sorry. It's not available. You know, no, basically. And she didn't respond. So I just felt really bad about it. And, um, yeah, lesson learned. Well, you actually could, um, maybe follow up with like a discount or something like, Hey, True. I know you're probably upset about, you know, this and this and that, mm-hmm. I could, you know, just because of that, I could go ahead and give you X percent off, Yeah. you know, uh, or $50 off, whatever you want to do. For like your next event or something. Yeah. For if you want to do a different day or for your next event. And yeah. then, you know, cause you know, when you make a mistake in any, any like particular pro- part of your process, mm-hmm. you know, there should be like a response to say, okay, this is on us. We dropped the ball. Right. How do we get them back? You yeah. know, I mean, I offered the, the next day, you know, which I'm sure she already has that day booked. You know, she probably already told people in advance. She already invited people. So I offered like the next day. I was like, hey, this Sunday is available except that Saturday um, that she wanted. But, you know, like I said, she read it. She didn't respond. She's probably like, you know, moving on. You know, oh, what I mean? maybe that means you should get two champagne. Cards. I thought about that. I actually thought about getting two, but. I didn't want to get two and then, you know, I'm still booking for the, the first, first one, one yeah. to be paid off and then I can start actually like making money from it. So if I get two, then it's like, okay, I'm trying to pay off two and not even the first one's not even paid off yet. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's like I thought about that and, and it would come in in enough time for me to do both. But I was like, no, it's let me just stick with the one that I have. You know, once that's paid off and then if I am like double booking, you know, then I'm like, okay, I need two. Let me go ahead and get two. But I didn't want to just get two because it happened to be booked on the same day. You yeah, know what de- I mean? well, definitely not. I was kind of like just guessing. Yeah. I mean, I thought like, about it. Oh, you me. can use- <laughs> I, even I was telling my coworkers and it was like, you got How much is it? Oh, you got that. You could buy that. You mm-hmm. Go ahead and buy it. I was like, no, 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 no. That's different. Like, I'm not about to just buy two champagne carts. Like, it wasn't no cheap cart you know what i mean like obviously i'm renting it out so it could pay itself off and then i can you know make money from it so i'm still trying to pay it off you Mm -hmm. know what i mean so um yeah tell me why you took it so personally i took it personally because i don't like to upset people and i don't like to make mistakes you know obviously no one's perfect i know that but i just don't like the fact that i was the reason why um she was maybe upset or disappointed. Mm -hmm. So I was disappointed in myself that I got her excited and I confirmed with her like, yes, you can have that day. And then I took it away from her, you know? So it was just kind of like, like I was just very disappointed in myself for hurting someone or possibly hurting that person. And I know she felt some type of way because she read my message and she didn't respond, Mm -hmm. you know, whereas other people, let's say if my price is too expensive for them or whatever, they always respond. They always respond back, you know? So she read it, you know, and did not respond. So I was just like, I feel so bad, you know? Yeah. So like, I know when it happens with me where Mm. this happened a lot in the past. So, you know, there's literally hundreds of times when this happened. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But it's almost like when you, in essence, you kind of feel like you feel like a dummy a little bit, or you feel like you're careless to some extent. Like what, what the heck was I thinking to even, you know, 
sell this and then not have it available it just makes you look sloppy it, it makes you look exactly unorganized yeah, or unorganized and she's yeah. probably thinking oh um i probably dodged a bullet because she might show up late yeah she may not have everything put together you know like she already got a bad taste in her makes mouth you feel, about me makes you feel a little small time yeah exactly <laughs> and she probably looking at me like oh she just started she don't know what she doing you know what i mean she's like let me go somewhere where they know what they doing yeah you know so it's very like unprofessional and i get it people make mistakes like everybody makes mistakes but it's it's just, I don't know if it's a Virgo thing. We we like to uh, unpack that. What do you mean? You what, know, what, how do Virgos? Tr- the trait of a Virgo is a perfectionist. I don't think that I'm a perfectionist, but people tell me that I am a perfectionist. And I don't think I am, you know, but I do like organization and I do like cleanliness. You I do know? like things perfect, but I'm not a perfectionist. No, not perfect, <laughs> but I like things you know, a certain way, I guess. Yeah. And I like things done my way too. So I don't think I'm a perfectionist. Nothing has to be perfect, but I mean, I do have, you know, a little bit of that in me, mm-hmm. maybe like 80%. I don't think you're a full per- a perfectionist. I don't think so either. Yeah, right? I don't think so. Yeah. I feel like I, I am like you, you could do something and you could say, Oh, it's good enough. And you yeah, can go exactly. with it. Exactly. Very true. Whereas me, I could, it's never like good enough until it's, finished or exactly. until it's all the way good yeah yeah i feel like you're more of a perfectionist yeah. than i am so when when like my coworkers tell me that i'm like i am not a perfectionist because i know that you're more of a perfectionist than i am and i know other people who are like ocd perfectionists and i'm like i'm nowhere near yeah that. i'm very a little bit more nonchalant than anything i'm just kind of like eh, okay we can move on you know I'll buy, I'll buy something. If there's like a little scratch on it, I'll return it and see me i'm like eh, I don't yeah really it's, care. it's not a big deal i, I was buy like, a display i don't really care yeah if there's like a can and has a little dent in it. I'm like, I'm not buying that. You know, like I want it like, perfect. yeah. Like even yesterday when I went grocery shopping, I grabbed something. Oh, a box of uh, oatmeal. No <laughs> oatmeal and the box is all dent up and everything. It was like almost open. And I just made sure like none of the packs were like already open. You know, the individual packs. I was like, I don't, I don't care. That'd be impossible for you know me. me. That'd I'll be, be impossible. Care. I know you'd be moving stuff off to the yeah, side. You're trying to side. go all the way in the back. I might go to another store. I was like, uh, <laughs> I need oatmeal and I can't go with these boxes that are kind of open. Oh my God. Well, Family Dollars is my favorite store. So, you know, that's just a lot of family. You like Family Dollar better than Dollar General? You know what? I love Family Dollar way better than Dollar General. I don't know my way around Dollar General like that. Like Family Dollars, I could tell you where everything is at. I know the aisles. I know everything. Yeah. And um, I love Dollar Tree. Now, Dollar Tree is for my people who... (laughs) <laughs> who loves to budget like everything in there is literally a dollar yeah you know so i go in there and i get a lot of like cute stuff or whatever um but yeah like family dollars that's my that's my joint. i wonder what happened to 99 cent store i think i mean it's literally it's the same thing as dollar tree yeah but uh, you know there's not as many around as yeah. there used to be right it used right. to be everywhere I feel like 99 cent store is more like off brands where dollar tree has like off brands but they also have like uh like real, like you know, known brands. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's why Nine Nine Cent Store is a little falling off. Y'all don't have that in New Orleans, right? Yeah, we do. Nine Nine, Nine, Nine Cent Store. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you like you have experience going to Nine Nine Cent oh, Store. Yeah, yeah. I remember when they were the hottest thing. Yeah, like, out. I remember every Sunday after church, we'll go to the mall or we'll go to like McDonald's or whatever. But there was a Ninety Nine Cent Store that was connected to the mall, so we would always hit that up and get like candy, you know, all yeah, that everything, stuff. Yeah, everything. Yeah. So I'm very familiar with uh, 99 cent store and the Dollar Tree. Everyone was fascinated with them because mm-hmm. they started the whole dollar yeah, exactly. situation. And, mm-hmm. you know, even the news are saying, how do you do it? And it's like we buy from these people yeah. at a wholesale and then we, you know, flip it at ours. Man. And people are like, 
for nine are you sure nine nine cents he's like i'm getting this stuff for like five ten cents yeah and it's crazy because if you go to a dollar tree now it kind of looks like a family dollars like they have um a balloon station so if you want to instead of going to party city where they're going to charge you like two dollars for a balloon you go to uh you know uh, the dollar tree and they charging you like one dollar for like a really nice balloon and um even for valentine's day i went in there to get like some fake flowers i don't know i went in there for something and there's like guys coming out with like huge bouquets of like balloons mm-hmm. and you know they only pay like twenty dollars for like 20 balloons but it's like a lot which one which company bought family dollar though I think it was Dollar Tree. I think Dollar General. Dollar General. I think but you're Dollar talking General. about Dollar Tree. I'm talking about, yeah, where everything is a dollar. Oh, okay, Yeah, okay. Dollar Tree. Everything is in there. In there is a dollar. So, oh. yeah. I mean, they may have stuff in there that's a little bit more, but I think everything in there is a dollar. Like, even when it comes to, you know, when the boys have, like, um, Valentine's Day parties at school or any type of little event, I go in there and I get all kind of cute stuff, like pencils and notebooks and, you know, uh, gift bags, all that stuff. I mean... It's a dollar. Yeah, no, you can't, can't beat lose. That. Heck no, <laughs> you can't you lose. Cannot, so. Mm-hmm. Are you feeling better from yesterday or you still got a little piece reserved? I still got a little piece in there. For real? Yeah, I feel much better. I mean, yesterday, you know, even you were like, why are you sulking? And I'm just like, I feel so bad. And we're you still know? talking about this particular incident. We're talking. Yeah. We're, yeah, yeah, yeah. About me disappointing the, the lady, you know. But today I feel, oh, I keep hitting the camera, I mean the mic, but today I do feel a little bit better. Um, But it's still kind of like. Is on my heart, you know, because obviously, uh, well, not obviously, but we communicated through Instagram. So, of course, when I go and check my messages, it's there and it says, oh, she was active two hours ago, you know. So yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, and obviously she read the message. So it's just like, ugh, it kind of sucks. You, so go, I kinda, you go back over there. She unfollowed you. I she know, right. You. <laughs> I low-key just want to delete the message thread so I don't have to, like, keep looking at yeah. it, you know, like looking at my disappointment every single day. That's going to happen often, though. I know. So I just got to be more at least in, organized. At least in a long, long span, it's going to happen often. Yeah. I think with me, because I bought a planner and I, I'm i pretty good with putting it in the planner. I just need to keep the planner on me. But I, it's it's weird because I don't want to mix my person, like my own business with my work. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to bring it to work with me. But I feel like I'm starting to do that. As far as like checking my messages and like communicating with, you know, possible customers while I'm at work. And sometimes I do feel a little bad. So I don't know. I got to figure out how to make that work. You don't want to, um, you want to put it in your phone? Well, I I do. I I just put it in my phone. So what was in my planner is now on my phone. Would you rather have a physical planner or a digital planner? I like physical. Why? I'm old school. I like to write it out. That's good. Yeah, I like to. I mean, and and I have a planner on my phone where, you know, my day to day appointments and all that stuff. Um, But it's just basic, like name, time. That's it. You know, just so it could remind me like, hey, tomorrow, this is the event. But my planner is more like I like to be detailed, you know, like on that date, the name and the time and what the color is, the theme and all that stuff. So I like to be a little bit more detailed. I like to write it <laughs> You said color and theme? Yeah, you know, like if it's a specific color that they want to do or like a type of theme that they yeah, want to oh, do. Yeah, oh, you can get a little bit more detailed. Yes. Yeah. With me writing. And, and I can in my phone. I can. But for, it's just, I don't know. For me, it's just, I like the flip of the pages. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. You know, I can, And then you can see it all. You yeah, know, like exactly. you can see progress. You can see. Exactly. Can, yeah, it's much easier. Yeah, it's much easier. I think it's it's more that you can see it and it's there and you can flip it, you know. So it's a little bit easier for me. You know, I don't even use a planner. I use the good old noggin. Oh, God. <laughs> Man, I need a planner. I need to get yeah. it all together. I think everybody needs like a little planner just to stay organized, stay on top of things. Yeah, but I have to like 
figure out what I put in the planner to even to remind <laughs> me. You know, like think about the reminders. I like know. you use reminders all the time, oh, right? Oh yeah, everything is on reminders for me. Literally everything. Even if it's like, oh, we ran out of bread. Reminder. You know, so when it's time for me to grocery shop, I already have like a list of everything that I need to get. So the reminder is like my best friend. That's really like the only thing I use on my phone. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, anything else new with you? Well, I mean, I have another event this weekend, so I'm super excited about that. Man, let's I go. Yeah, let's go. So I'm excited. You're going so, hard right now. I know. I feel like that whole. I don't know if, if if everybody remembers like when I talked about like the posting ten uh, stories a day. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, three, three reels, yeah, three posts. Three posts. Yeah. So I haven't been doing any reels. I need to. I haven't been doing any posts like that. But the stories, I've kind of been trying to like add, you know, do stories. And I haven't been doing 10 a day, but at least I've been like very consistent with doing at least like five or six a day. And it's really catching people's attention. And they've been hitting me up. So I'm like, this is probably, I mean, this is working. So, so Instagram's one of your hottest spots right now. Yeah. People who like my, I did a, you know, event last weekend. So go to my page, check it out. Um, it was a girl who contacted me and said she wanted to do like a, a surprise lunch or, you know, a gentleman. And, um, yeah, it was, I, she didn't follow me. I didn't follow her. So I don't know how she found me. And I didn't even ask, you know, cause it wasn't like we were following each other. It wasn't until after I did the event that we followed each other. So I was like, that's so cool. I don't know how she found me, but I mean, she showed up, she had a great time and I'm, I'm super excited. Wow. You, yeah. need, you need to lock into Pinterest too. I know. That's one of your favorite spots. Did that's you my know? Favorite spot. Did you know that the name, do you know where it came from? The, the name Pinterest? Mm-mm. Uh, where you could pin your interest, Pinterest. Oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. I didn't know that. Oh, I mean, I, f- I figured once you break it down, that's what it means. You didn't break it down, though. No, I know, but I, I figured that's what it meant. But when you said, <laughs> do, do I know where it came from? I thought you meant like, so you thought the trist part, created you, Pinterest. You, you thought the trist part was from interest? Yeah. Oh, okay. And it's funny because I actually know somebody who pronounces it incorrectly. I think they pronounce it pin interest. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that actually makes sense sense but that's not how you pronounce it yeah so you gotta <laughs> tap in on that though oh uh, yeah i love pinterest but oh yeah i would love to put my stuff on there i mean i feel like i'm not there quite yet because obviously i do see other picnics and i'm like man oh you could so it's like, like a comparison type yeah thing. so I you compare. have to be at a certain level because i don't go on pinterest so i'm saying I'm, you have to be at a certain level to have no, that type of look or something or what to, no because i see picnics on there that kind of looks like mine and i'm like oh that's very similar to me but then I also see people who've been doing it for a long time. And I'm like, see, that deserves a Pinterest. But when I see something that looks very similar to mine, I'm like, mm. yeah, yeah. I you see. know, it's kind of like. So you want to like carve yourself out yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. So you can have your look and your type. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So you have to build your like portfolio up. And yeah, all I think that's what it is. You know, you, you can tell when somebody's just starting and then you could tell when somebody's been in it for a really long time. Yeah. You know, you could tell the, the detail is just very different. The way they style things, the the color stories, the way they put things together is just is very advanced, you know. So I was like, okay, well, obviously that comes with practice. So I don't compare it like, oh my god, I'm never gonna get that good. Like I know I'm gonna get that good. It's just that I have to practice, keep practicing. Yeah, keep you know? practicing. So, be patient. Yeah, be patient. Like I'm not in any rush. Yeah, but people are really like turned up when it comes to like when you talk about like the three uh, reels. Yeah, the three posts, the ten mm-hmm. um, ten stories, even on the. Uh, Pinterest posting, yeah. doing it in a way, having the edits, mm-hmm. like full, like like full out factory. Yeah, I you know. know. What I mean? And you, I just wonder, like, what toll that takes, like, in it's, their personal time, or oh or how much it costs. You know, like, yeah. in time or money, what is it, it's going to cost? You know, I don't 
don't know. I feel like it takes a lot out of your day. Like if I'm, I, I could barely do, like I said, five or six a day. That's probably the most I could do. And that's just on my stories for people who post pictures and reels and they're like, consistent with it i'm like how do you have a full-time job there's no way mm -hmm. i mean unless you have a full-time job and then you work you know at night through your sleep or something but i couldn't i mean i just can't do it it's just very difficult for me to remember to take a picture or you know video and remember to even post it so it's like i have to constantly remind myself oh take a picture you know post or you know come up with different uh themes or catch phrases or something to get people's attention like it's very difficult yeah for me. it's exhausting yeah and exhausting exactly yeah you have, so. to, you have to have all that new processing power like yeah. okay clever clever yeah to keep thinking of right. something clever keep thinking of new, new captions exactly keep, yeah, and then i'm like how many times can i repost the champagne card you know what <laughs> i mean the same angle so it's like okay let me post it with me in it let me mm -hmm. post it with actual client in it let me post you know or maybe post it with the boy standing next to it. I don't know, you know, so it's like, how many times can I repost the exact same photo? So it's just like, how can I get creative with it? And then I'm posting the champagne cart, but how many, like, what can I say about it? I have to come up with all these different funny phrases to catch people's attention, you know, but it's, but I'm trying to sell the champagne. Yeah. Cart but you know, everyone's on, on Instagram at the same time, you no, know, that's I mean? true. so you could really post the same thing over and over sometimes. Yeah, no, that's very true. And I even noticed that, you know, when it comes to posting, it depends on, I guess it is algorithm. Mm -hmm. like, like it depends time. on, yeah, the mm -hmm. time. And I'm like, I can't even, <laughs> that's a lot of work for me to even figure out. But a lot of that to cut that down is planning ahead. When you plan ahead yeah, and you know what's coming, mm -hmm. it's not that stressful. Like when you try to almost do it on the whim. Yeah. You know, cause that's where that, that pre-planning that's, you know, a lot of people do it like, uh, almost like, um, uh, like when you get your, like your meals for working out, like you set up on a Sunday mm -hmm. and you're like, all right, I'm going to just cook all the meals, do all that meal prep. Yeah. yeah. And it's the same way for like organizing a lot of posts, you know, mm, that makes sense. Cause I know someone who, um, actually I work with her. She's really good at like posting, but she's the type where, you know, in one day she'll have, you know, like a photo shoot and she'll have maybe like six, seven different looks and so obviously, you know, strategically, she will post one on one day, one on another day. And it looks like she's out about, you know, you know, um, every day there's a different look and she's different places. But really, it was all taken in one day, you know, so maybe I have to do something like that. I have no idea, but that <laughs> just seems it. like a lot. Yeah, you'll you get know? it through, through time. Yeah, through time. And, and then, it's not for I want followers. It's like I want people to book my stuff, you yeah. know, so I just don't know how to do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know how some people when they trying to sell something, they show like off their bodies, yeah. like hey, buy this, but look at me at the same time. I don't, I'm not that type of person, so I'm like, I'm just showing pictures of like literally what I have to offer, you know. So I don't really know what I could do differently. Yeah, I, I mean? already know. I already have ideas, but we could. Okay, you know, come on. I already now. talked about like setting up stuff. Yeah, or like you know, showing your personal style on certain things, Exactly. you know, um, setting up little, like how you set up things, how you break things down, mm -hmm. the, the slow-mo, the fast forward. Yes. Yeah. There's all different clever ways of just like repurposing mm -hmm. the single event. You that know makes what I mean? Sense. Yeah. I think I need to get more into, and you even said I need to show more, um, like, um, interacting pictures and videos. So I posted one and I got a lot of like great response from that too. So I was like, okay, well, this is where I need to go. I need to post more, you know, pictures of people having fun and, you know, having a good time, all that good stuff. So then people could connect to, you yeah, know, exactly. exactly. And people connect to people mm -hmm. so quickly, you know, that's very true. 
But, you know, um, uh, so tell me, you know, we just watched the Meghan Markle mm. and Prince Harry yeah. interview with Oprah. Mm-hmm. You want to give your hot take on it or you want to? Man, <laughs> well, for one, I cried this morning just like thinking about the whole thing again. It really upset me, you know. I feel like, um, you know, watching it last night, it sucks because, you know, she was judged off bat just based off the color of her skin, you know, and like some of the conversations that they had in the Royal palace or whatever you want to call it about how dark her baby might be. It's just really like disappointing to hear. But then at the same time, it's like, I mean, what did you kind of about to say that? I was like, how you know? do you, how, I wouldn't expect differently. Yeah. Though. I wouldn't expect differently. Even if you go to their house and they welcome you with open arms I mean, you got to have some type of like insecurity. Like, are they talking about me behind my back? You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. don't know. Like, I just feel like it wasn't that shocking that she was treated that way, but it just sucks that she was treated that way, yeah, you know? Yeah. And then also like for me, you know, it doesn't matter what shade black you are at the end of the day, you, you know, you're black, you know, how some team, some you, you hear, you know, you know, a lot of dark skinned people say, oh, well, you're light skinned, you're, you're treated better. It's like to a white person, you're still black. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whether you're light skinned or dark skinned, you're still black. But there are there, there is a, uh, an exception for those who have lighter skin. Right. The closer you are to white. True, yeah, true. You know what I mean? Exactly. You do get special treatment. You do. But in her case, there was no special treatment. She was treated as a black woman and she was, you know, villainized, you know, and they made her seem like. She was just like this angry black woman that came into the royal palace, put her foot down, and was like, "No, we're not doing this and this and this." And he's coming with me, and we we just, you know what I mean? Yeah, the sabotage. Yeah, yeah, and it just sucks. And you know, they made her look like such a villain, and people just hated her because of what the tabloid said, which you know she said that none of it was even true. So, and and nobody spoke up. You know, nobody said, you know, that's not true. That's not what happened. They just kind of like let the tabloids do their thing and. Nobody said anything. You it's know? almost it's more shocking of how quick things happen. Yeah. You know, because, you know, you know, remember when they started dating mm-hmm. and then, next, you know, they're engaged. Yeah. And then they get married in this huge, mm-hmm. like, remember how big that ceremony was? It was crazy. Was? Yeah. It was such, it was like the main thing. And right. everyone was watching it. Oh, it yeah. was so huge. Mm-hmm. Right. And then even the, the bigger part that kind of stood out because, you know, her mother's dark. Yeah. So it was just different seeing like a dark skinned woman amongst just a yeah, sea of white people exactly of old school mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so i already knew i already started to see the contrast mm-hmm. you right and then they got married and then literally it was almost like non-stop her for like six months yeah and then it got even worse when we like she's like a diva right you right. know like that's mm-hmm. how they painted like she's a super diva mm-hmm. she's going in trying to like regulate Tell them what to do. Right. You know, like, y'all ain't going to change me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to stay true to who I am. Right, right. Trying to, you know, like, Americanize, like, British ways. And so a lot of it became almost believable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I could see myself going to Great Britain and being like, no, nah, I'm going to stay true to myself. They ain't yeah. going to change me. I don't care if they're royalty or not. And so it sounds like something you could believe. Right, right. And then when she gave her side of the story. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's and it's kind of sad because we're not gonna get the other half, right? No, we won't. Because even the royal family, they they um they said something today. Yeah, I know Queen Elizabeth, I believe. Yeah, yeah released a statement today saying we're basically just saddened. Handle, yeah, saddened, and we're gonna handle this in private. 
you know. So basically, they won't say anything. Yeah, and nothing's really gonna happen. No. Yeah, and they're saying they're surprised to hear. You know, what I mean, like it was a little bit, um, I think, shocking or yeah. something said like that to <coughs> to hear what they were going through with, with racism. Man, you know, how was that shocking? And it was so. I mean, it was like because the tabloids painted her out to be this villain. People in England, or is that they're in England, right? Yeah, yeah. They were basically so vocal about you know hating her skin tone or yeah. hating her because yeah. she's black. So how was that shocking to them that oh there that racism you know was going on or you know you know people were being racist? It was like no, that was that was posted. Well, I think most white people, you know, at least all the ones I encountered, they think racism is like a myth. So yeah, weird. they think that it's like really and think about it when they talk about it like that, it's mm-hmm. almost like they're being racist, you know, yeah. what I mean? because it's almost like they look at it like people aren't racist like that. Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, they think it's like victimhood mm-hmm. for being mm-hmm. black. And you're saying, oh, you think everything's racist. Like, no, some things are actually yeah, racist. Exactly. And you're like, you don't even understand your own bias. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. even, you know, Prince Harry was talking about that, how he's now like coming out of that bubble. Mm hmm. You know, like living and growing up in a bubble and you're touching on this a lot about like how he knows this is how you're supposed to live. Like that's how he knew. Right. Exactly. And then he gets out of that, goes to California. Mm-hmm. Now they're more independent, have their own, I think, media company or whatever. Yeah. And then he's realizing like, oh, whoa, like there's a lot of things that I did not know about. And he tried to bring that in, mm-hmm. you know, to, uh, to the British family and they were not. They weren't having it. Yeah. Like they're just. It's just too old school, you know? Yeah, definitely. You know, nobody wants to be, nobody wants to be the one who comes in and say, we need to change this. And then, you know, everybody's like, nah, we ain't ain't about to do nothing, you know, because nobody wants to be put out of the royal family or, you know, uh, rejected, kicked out or cut off, basically, you know, so people don't speak up. They just kind of like, this is kind of how it is. Like, you just have to accept it and move on because that's just what it is. But they're they're rewriting history right now. Oh, yeah. Like, this is a, think of how history has played out for them. Mm -hmm. And then Princess Diana, you you see how big that was. Yeah, of course. Still to this day, it almost seems fresh. Yeah, no, it's still hurtful. Yeah, and then you go into this situation, Mm -hmm. very similar. Yeah. And it's affecting still... The direct mm-hmm. family. Right, right, exactly. It's just, you know, I'm 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 super glad that they that they did the uh interview with Oprah though. Super yeah, glad. Because yeah. I know because Oprah has such a huge following. I was telling you yesterday, um, you know, she has followings of all races all over the world. Just imagine how many people watch this interview. You know what I mean? I don't think they could have found anybody better than Oprah yeah. to do this interview. But, yeah, it's really cause uh, you really think who? Who? Gail. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's literally no one there who has like a household name like Oprah. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows who she is. Every single person knows who Oprah is. So have a Jerry Springer. Happy you did the interview. Oh my God. <laughs> People would have watched just because they thought it may have been funny. Or yeah, something. You yeah. Know it would have been a fight or exactly. something like that. Something crazy, some yeah. drama. Something someone popped out. You're like, oh Exactly. <laughs> something stupid. But yeah, I'm glad she did it. I'm I'm so glad she did it. And you know, the one thing that stood out to me, remember I told you mm-hmm. when she said, um, "Were you uh, silent or were you silenced?" Mm-hmm. When she said that, oh my eyes I know, got like, big. You said, "Go, Oprah." Come on, Oprah. <laughs> you better ask them questions because yeah. we want to know. Yeah. You know, she kept going back. She and if they didn't answer her question the way she wanted them to answer it, she's like, "Okay, well, let's go back because I asked you, but you didn't really answer it." So tell me again, you know, like she was really trying to get in. Even, even up front, she was like, all right, 
this is, you know, you didn't get any prior nope. questions. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you ain't even getting paid for yeah, this. Yeah, you're not getting paid. Mm-hmm. It's nothing like that. So we're clear like that, right? And yeah. she's like, yeah. I was like, oh, this is about to this be about good. To get juicy. Yeah. And then the stuff that she that she talked about, I was like, I whoa. Know. See, look, now me personally, I, look, I'm not royalty. <laughs> but are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, if I was in that position of speaking out on my own family, yeah, I would have felt that, you know, something would have happened to me. Oh, yeah. For definitely. the things I'm saying. Definitely. You know? Yeah. And I would have been like, I can't I can't even say that. I would have been like, that's how I would have been. I'm like, yeah. they would ask me a question. So, so did you make, you know, did you make her cry? I'm like, I can't speak on. It. I'm so sorry. You know, man. But she was just like. No, this was what happened and blah, blah, this. Mm-hmm. And even like Harry, like he was like, you could tell he was even nervous. Exactly. Saying certain things like there's just certain things that like the tabloids, they have like a, like the, the you know, us on lock yeah. actually, you know, yeah. like. I think they have to be really careful what they say, you know, even though they're not part of that royal family or whatever anymore they still have to be careful because you know their main thing they kept saying over and over was security you know they have to pay for their own security they just want to feel safe you know so it's like when you speak out on a family like i don't know like now i'm sure you're getting even more death threats you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like they said they kept getting death threats so i know after this interview it's probably a lot worse you know so they really got to amp up their security but um, I think this is her moment, uh, Megan's moment to finally speak her truth. Now that they're not in that world anymore, she's like, okay, finally I can speak my truth. And I think that's why she said, actually, uh, I didn't make Kate cry. She made me cry. You yeah. know, she, finally she can defend herself, you know, because when she was, you know, within the family, she couldn't say anything and nobody would speak up for her. And it was just kind of like, it is what it is, you know, just leave it alone. You know? So now she's like, finally I can speak my truth at least say that, but all other stuff, you know, I ain't going to really say nothing. Man, <laughs> I can relate a little bit. Look, I'm not mm-hmm. UK royalty, but I'm ASON royalty. If you don't know. Come on now. Our tribe is ASON, right? Mm-hmm. Let's see, my mom mm-hmm. from Benin. Mm-hmm. My my grandmother, princess. Okay. You know, so the bloodline, look, I'll break it down to y'all. Because there's a lot that we can relate to when it comes to, uh, you know, Meghan Markle and things that are happening. But hey, that's, that's a whole nother, oh that's a whole God. nother, that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, because conversations did come up. Uh, is she white? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. People yeah, some ask. Of your family members thought I was white. I was like, uh, no. Yeah, I know. I'll say, has anyone ever accused you of being white? You're like, no, they know I'm black. Exactly. I was like, I'm the blackest white girl you know. Or is it the, yeah, there we go. These, like, so no one's ever been like, for a quick second, thought you were white ever? No, never. Mm mm. Why? Like, what's so. It's just never happened to me before. I mean, I I feel like I'm obviously black. I know, but it was weird that someone said that because that was the first time I was like, what? Yeah, I was like, no, I'm black. Yeah, you know, my mom was like, um, some people ask me if you're. if Bly was a, a, a white woman, I was like, white woman? What? For real? <laughs> you know, but I, I do think about that sometimes, though, because, you know, people think that, like, I don't know. If, I don't know if this is what people think, but I know it's been said as far as like you being light skinned and saying, oh, like me choosing you because you're light skinned. Yeah. Like as if that's like a, uh, a preference and that's the only place that I would, you know, what I mean, like it's almost like a cheat code right, right. for like a black man. To get a light skinned woman, but really it's like him wanting a white girl. You right, know? exactly. You feel I like mean, that's the thing? I don't think it's the thing. I think that I think you made it very clear to me back in the day when you said, you know, 
men or women or men and women just want something different, like something that's opposite of them, you know, which is nothing's wrong with that. You know, if you're a dark skinned man and you happen to be attracted to something that's different than you, I don't see anything wrong with that because I'm attracted to you. I like dark skinned men, you know, but you've dated all spectrums. I've seen the girls that you dated mm -hmm. and I've dated all spectrums, but I, at the end of the day, I'm just more attracted to a dark skinned man. Yeah. It's crazy. So, Cause when, when light skinned, uh, people are Not dating. Light skinned people. <laughs> yeah, or let's say lighter skinned people are, are dating. Mm -hmm. They're like brother and sister. It's kind of like, eh. yeah. And I've <laughs> I've done that. I've dated one guy that was like light skinned like me, and it was just very weird. Mm -hmm. Not only was it weird, his nickname was my brother's nickname. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this ain't gonna work. Yeah, yeah. So we. It's always like that kind of weirdness. Is yeah. like y'all look just look like cousins. Yeah, yeah. Mm -mm. It's almost like. I can almost say it's almost like all lighter skinned people. Yeah, it just y'all just somewhat look alike just because right. you have the same skin tone. Yeah, I agree, and that's why I, I just couldn't do it. I did it once, and I was like, nah, I can't. I can't. Yeah, because you know, and you know, some people like again, some people are attracted to like a reflection of themselves. Right, right. Like my brother, he was determined. He says, I want a dark skinned woman. Yeah, and like that was what he just loved. You right, know, exactly. And he loved being so much so that he would like make sure to like go outside and play basketball with no shirt just so we could like get darker. Get that tan. Yeah. I guess he just wanted to get darker and darker and darker. I mean, that's me too. I mean, I like a good tan too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but am I, the reason why I'm with you is because you remind me so much of my dad, mm -hmm. you know, and my dad, he's not dark skinned, but he's like dark brown, I guess. I don't know what, what you want to call it. He's yeah. brown, brown skin. Brown. But, but as far as personality, just the good parts of my dad, you remind me so much of him. So that's why I hey. we're together, you know, but I, I've always been attracted to darker men. So can a man, why. can a man describe another man's skin tone as caramel? Um, no, I think that's <laughs> kind of, <laughs> I think that's a little like, you know, on a girly side, yeah, you know, yeah, girls because say stuff like that. He's like, what, what skin tone am I? What skin tone am I? Dog's like, you look caramel. Uh-uh. You look nah, red ball. Yeah, you definitely mocha. Uh-uh. <laughs> I think that's a girl thing. Yeah. I think when guys talk about girls. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is she caramel? Yeah, she cute, you know? You know what I mean? Like that. <laughs> but when you talk about another man, even girls don't say, oh, yeah, he like caramel. I think we just say, you know, oh, he's dark dark skin or mm -hmm. light brown or he red or something like that. But I, things, you know, know, things are getting so weird now. Like, mm. you know, as far as like. The masculine, feminine line yeah. being blurred, right? Because you already know it started. You start to see it happen with like really tight jeans, yeah. right? And I could see like if you look like fast forward like twenty years later, mm -hmm. I could see men calling other men like cute and not being it. You know what I mean? Like you know, women talk about women, yeah, yeah. And it's like it's literally not a thing when a woman's like she is beautiful, right? Right. She is so pretty, blah blah blah. Yeah. And I think we saw this TikTok video, mm -hmm. and there was like remember the situation where she was like, you know, it's like uh, sneaky links or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. And he's like, uh, "Are you with a friend? Is he cute?" He's like, "Yeah, he's cute." Oh remember yeah, that? yeah, that's true. That's true. And I was just like, "What?" Yeah, I don't think I think that's a little weird. I mean, I I know men say, "Oh yeah, he's handsome," or he's a good looking guy, yeah. but as far as like, "Oh yeah, he cute." That's I could say that. I could say like if someone's like, okay, that's a handsome guy. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? But when you're talking about, oh, that guy's cute. Cute. It's almost, it, it kind of shows attraction. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? You think he's cute. Like how? Like he's cute and cuddly. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's, he's like cute. You know? <laughs> like what are you talking about? He's cute. Like if I was to ever hear you say, oh yeah, he's cute. I'd be like, mm? yeah, you know, I know. Right. That you like, <laughs> something you need to tell me. Yeah. But you don't you think that that's coming like as far as like i would hope not but yeah i mean look guys out here painting fingernails mm -hmm. they over here wearing uh you know weave and i'm not talking about you know 
uh, gay men. I'm talking about straight men are wearing like the the nail polish and stuff. So I mean, who knows? Yeah, they may be like, oh yeah, he's cute. I'm like, oh okay, I guess that generation is. I know it's changing. It's changing, but what do you think is going to come out from this whole Meghan Markle thing? Like, what do you predict? I don't know. I hope that um, you know she was able to speak her truth, and I hope that they can move on from you know their past. I just hope that they just live a regular life and people just leave them alone. You know, you think that's possible? No, I don't think it's possible at all. You know, because he's still, even though he's not Prince, he's still Prince to us. Yeah, right? I know. You know, he's still Prince Harry. Harry? Henry? Yeah. Harry. Harry. One of them, I don't know. But that's man, it's so dope that Tyler Perry came through. Tyler Perry always coming through. He's like, y'all want to stay in my mansion until y'all get right? Y'all can stay in one of my extra ones. He's like, yeah. you're so rich. And then he said like, <laughs> He said, like, it was just shocking to hear yeah. that he got cut off. And he said, my own personal security got cut off. I know. But then I thought it was a little bit of disingenuous when Megan was like, um, she was saying, oh, you know, don't worry about my security or, you know, um, what's her son's, uh, Harry? Uh, or I Charlie? can't remember. Uh, started with, oh, I can't remember. I think it started with A or something. I can't remember. Archie. Archie. Yeah, yeah. don't worry about my security or Archie's security. Like no, no, make no. Sure. She said, don't worry about my security. She said, but make sure he, uh, Prince and the baby was secure. Oh, that's what she said? Yeah, she did oh, say okay, that. okay, okay. Yeah. So, I thought that was a little disingenuous. Yeah, but I'm I like, mean, she probably looks at herself as just a regular person. Yeah, but you know, you can't, if you're married and you can't say, don't worry yeah. about my security. Right, right. Who's going to be like, oh, okay, you know what I <laughs> mean? But I get where she's coming from. She's just basically like, make sure his life is... Just what what it was before he met me because she was just a, a reg- I'm not gonna say she was a nobody but she wasn't walking around with no security I'm sure you know even though she's she was an actress and this and this and that whatever but she didn't probably have like security like that but you it's know? crazy that they had to have like he said they have to do the media company have to do all this just so they could afford security I know so I'm, it almost just like showed me how different they're like because it's not like they could come to America have everything cut off yeah and start living in an apartment with security. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, you have to live in a palace, like a huge I know, home. I know. Right? So that already, it's not like they could live in some type of regular crib. They have to live in a huge home, and they have to have a lot of security. Because I'm thinking, you can live in a nice apartment and just I'm have a say, bunch of security. Why can't they just live in a small home? Not like a huge home, but why can't they just be in like a, instead of like a $100 million mansion, why can't it just be $4 million? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. why, why, do, why do they have to have that that huge mansion? I mean, obviously they can, but you know, it's crazy that you know he was cut off. But that to me is like, well, how much money did you actually have? Yeah, if you had to go to work, you know, then like, how much did you actually have? Yeah, maybe he didn't really have. Maybe being in that family, you really don't get a lot. Didn't he say something about like? All I had left was what my mother. I gave think that's to what he said. Like that. But his mother left them is all he had left. I I feel like that's what he said. Okay, yeah, and I mean, think about it. Like ten million does not go far for them. You no, know it I mean? really doesn't. So it, I'm pretty sure he's like, oh, you know, we just had like a hundred million, and I had to get to work. Like, I mean, but why you just can't downsize? <laughs> you know, what I mean? he's like, we have to keep the same lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. That's what kind of threw me off. He's like, we had to start these companies so we could pay for security. I was like, and your home? Exactly. And your drivers? Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. You could have got a Kia. Right. 
Seeing Prince Harry and Nakia would have been like, whoa, you are keeping it real. I mean, but then he would get more respect within the black community, I would think. Right? (laughs) Yeah, he's keeping it real. But then they would be like, but see, that's Megan doing that. You know what I mean? (laughs) She's controlling everything. She's she's so real. She's making him real. You know what I mean? You know how it be. I started doing crack. Oh, that's insane. (laughs) But you know, what if, I don't want to spread no rumors. You know what? Let me stop. I'm about to say, what if they already doing crack? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we all know. Exactly. <laughs> I mean Yeah, but you saw their house that you know, like it was just so beautiful. I was like, wow, well at least the back. I was about to say I didn't see no house. Yeah, they saw the back. Remember the walkway where they're walking through like oh, a yeah. little small forest mm-hmm. almost? Yeah, and they had like you know? the chickens. Yeah. I thought it was kinda cute. It was they really were feeding nice. chickens, yeah. But you know, I if I was that rich, I wouldn't be feeding no chickens. I know. I'm not doing none of that. And she had those eggs in a little crate. Yeah, I saw I was that. Like, Look at y'all. I was like, what is this? Yeah. Y'all are just too like I wish we could actually have chickens though. I really wouldn't want you that. You do. You want chicken. I don't yeah. want I don't want to do none of that. You don't? No. Could I mean, you I kill would, a chicken? No. Oh. No. I, w- I could, you know, I would want a garden or like, you know, vegetables or fruit. But as far as like live animals, living animals running around in my backyard, I don't, I don't know about that. Yeah, they that's why they, I think they banned that to say that was how they Went from an uncivilized way of living to like yeah. civilized, where, you know, where people had, you know, like far, many farms in their backyard. Yeah. And they said you cannot have like farm animals on your property, mm. you know. So like if we wanted a chicken. We couldn't have a chicken, not even as a pet, because that is the like the line between mm-hmm. civilized and uncivilized as they saw it. You know what? When I was growing up in New Orleans, the house that we grew up in, um, the the we shared a fence, the back fence with the house behind us. They used to have chickens just running around in their backyard. They used to have rabbits with like red pupils, red eyes, rabbits. Yes, running around in the backyard. And I just always thought it was just so gross and disgusting because we were always climbing the fence because it was like a tall gate, maybe like, I don't know, maybe six feet. You know, we were kids. So we would always climb and we would look over and it was just like chickens just everywhere. And I'm like, this is, this ain't the country. Like, this is the city. And y'all have chickens in y'all backyard? And it used to smell. It used yeah, to yeah, smell. Oh, my God. It was so gross. So, that's why. Was I'm, it a big I'm, backyard or was it? Yeah, it was pretty big. Yeah, it was It was pretty. It was probably like the size of ours, maybe a little bit bigger. But it was just, it, they, they never kept it clean. Yeah. Like, it was just so smelly. And we could smell it into our yard. So, I just never had a good experience with, um, you know, chickens and stuff like that. Mm. So, I want to know a nice word. What's that? Kind of a double header. <laughs> What's that? The word is cachet. I've heard that word before. But there's two uses. Oh. There's cachet, mm-hmm. as in like a place to hide like small things or a place mm. to hide things, right? Like okay. a hiding place. Yeah. Cachet. That's like C A C H E. And there's cachet, which is like cachet. You know what I mean? Oh. Like C A C H E T. And that's like. Um, uh, premium mm. with with status. You know what? There was a boutique called Cachet, mm-hmm. but it was like cheap stuff up in there. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe they wanted it to seem like very luxurious. Yeah, I yeah. guess that stuff was hella cheap. You know, I got you know. I do you use that word Cachet? Mm-mm, I don't. No, he's like you know, you know, you don't have that Cachet to move through. He's like, oh, you know. Oh my god. Yeah, but then I thought about the other way Cachet because yeah, the, on a computer you got to like remove your Cachet because. Like when you start doing programs and mm-hmm. you start doing certain things, like there's like little small files that keep filling up mm. and it slows down your computer. Then you got to erase your cachet. 
Oh my God. Just in case you ever need to use that term. Okay. Well, I'll make sure I use it today <laughs> and tomorrow. <laughs> That's so funny. Any any other updates? How are you feeling? Are you feeling great? Yeah, I'm feeling good. Ready for another day? I'm ready for this weekend, you know, so I could, um, I'm off this weekend, so definitely get that event going and y'all gonna see me pushing, you know, my palettes. So I'm excited. We got our t-shirts on today. Oh, we do? Bly's Pretty Palettes. Look at us. You Can you see it? Yeah. Look, check out that logo. Last time, um, I think you had like something covering it. Oh, probably. Yeah, I had my hoodie on, so you probably yeah. was like blocking the words. Yeah. But yeah, y'all check it out. You know what I'm saying? We got uniforms. We legit. <laughs> we legit. Well, um, as you know, this is a great one. I know. I never wanted to end. I know. Want to do another hour or you know? No. <laughs> it's so late. I know. Well, thank you all for joining us. It was a good one. And as you already know, we'll see y'all later. Love y'all. Uh, peace out. And remember that true freedom is the courage to be disliked. See you later. Peace.